should have just started with hello there because we're here to discuss Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. And I've got Mrs. Captain Coffee. She's been MIA because she's not a huge podcaster, but I, she had to be in on this one. Then I got a real special friend of mine. I'm actually really excited. It's actually our first time officially meeting, which is awesome. This dude has been in our DMs. He's been following us, giving us so much love. He's kind of like a hype dude 2.0 for me. Like this dude's been awesome. Evan freaking Peters. How we doing, buddy? Doing great. Happy to be on here. This is a first podcast experience. Super excited. Super stoked. Yep. Yep. First ever. First ever. Honored. Honored. Honored to have you on as awesome stuff. Well, uh, Evan is like a giant nerd, like all of us. He loves himself some coffee, but he's also like the man, because if I'm correct, you just graduated or taking the boards for physical therapy school, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I just graduated in uh, in May from PT school and then I take my boards in about a month. Yeah. So not only is he a comic book nerd, he's also a book nerd because that dude's got to be studying his ass off because gracious me. Well, uh, thanks for being here, buddy. I really appreciate it, man. Happy to have you. Absolutely. Super stoked to be on here. So you know how I roll? Oh, we've got to first do our thankful for thing. And you've heard me do that, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Was listening to the podcast earlier today. Let's get, send me a real nice message, by the way. Got me all kind of choked up. I appreciate the love, buddy. Won't be the last of the motivation. I've just been, I've been here more for you guys, man. I, I want, I like, I've done a lot of one-on-one episodes and I'm like, I'm tired of the one-on-ones. I need more people with me. Like Mrs. Captain Coffee. But let's do our breath. Ready? Here we go. Big exhale. Get it all out. We should go guess first. I was going to say ladies first, but guess first. <laughs> Um, I, I'm grateful for, I'm going to, I'm going to shout out two people, uh, grateful for all my friends, um, all the connections I made, but the two in, in, uh, particular, I want to shout out, uh, Bryce Bois, my old roommate for getting me into coffee, nice. um, getting me into the whole homebrew and everything. And then Dante Frezza, uh, my old roommate, your, your boy, he was on, on a little bit ago, but he's the one that connected you with or connected me with you. Um, was really hyping up Captain Coffee. He was like, dude, you, you're getting into it. You got to try this coffee. And I was like, all right, all right. I'll take your word for it. So I call Frez a mini Maui. He just, I don't know what it is. I, I see it. But can't you see it? Mini Maui or white cord. That's what I like to call him. We love, Absolutely. my boys consider Dante an uncle. So I love that you're giving good old, good old DJ Frezzy Frez a little shout out there. We love that boy. He, he deserves the love. No. Power to the short Kings. Power to the short Kings. We love you, buddy. Well, that's awesome. Awesome, man. Um, ladies, next. I am thankful for this delicious ice cream that I'm eating right She's now. She's chowing down on some ice cream. She's chowing down. Well, then mine, I will go. I'm thankful for Obi-Wan freaking Kenobi. Because, oh, my God. And that's what we're going to be discussing today. Before we hop into it, I want Evan to, you know, I got to ask Evan the main questions that we always ask the, 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 the new guests. Evan, favorite coffee that you've had of Captain Coffee so far? Definitely the friendly neighborhood blend. Yeah. Uh, huge yeah. coconut guy. Dude. Love, love the hints of coconut. Love the, the shavings and all in there. Oh. Dude, the shavings in it. Because you do whole bean, right? Yeah, I do whole bean. Grind it up like right there manually. Yeah, love it. Talking about, baby. And you just did a... Uh, a cold brew for the master's blend, right? Yes. Yeah. It was my first time trying the master's blend. How was it? Loved it. Loved it. I do. I do like the the little coconut hints that you get with the friendly neighborhood blend a little better, but absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the friendly neighborhood is easily our biggest. That's our biggest fan right there. All right. And then the last question, and we're going to hop into this bad boy. 
favorite character of all time from anything. It can be a movie, TV series, book, whatever. Any, oh, not just Star Wars. No. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Dude. Um, with, without, without a doubt. Um, I was listening to your guys, your guys' top five movie franchises. Um, and Pirates is actually probably like way up there in my top three for me. Yeah, uh, like it's, it's funny because I looked at my top five and then I actually kind of reevaluated. Like, I actually think... If we're going by the movies by themselves, I would probably go probably Pirates is number one, Lord of the Rings is number two. And then, yeah, because I love Star Wars, but the TV shows make it without the no, TV I was shows. I really to yeah. thing two after Pirates. You think Pirates? Like, obviously, if you are just going movie, Star Wars is lower. That's yeah, just movies. Yeah, but just Lord of the Rings. All right, you can't see your face. What are you implying? Lord of the Rings is way better. Then pirates? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, no. Take oh. the first three pirates. First yeah. three pirates. <laughs> forget about... I just rewatched them all. First three, they're incredible. And I'm a huge music guy. So, like, the, the soundtrack that plays into my rating for a, mu- a, a movie and the pirates soundtrack, man. It's, oh, my God. Incredible. She's giggling. Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. He's giggling All because he listens to is you, instrumental can you see? movie scores. There it is. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. It's I love it. Listen to instrumental music is the bee's knees. Working out to it, there's nothing better. I got something. Sh- I will send you something and it's going to blow your mind. I got you. I, don't worry. This is my, yeah. But awesome. So Jack Sparrow, great choice. Are you going to get the Sparrow's blend? Or Sparrow's, yes. Sparrow's Treasure? Absolutely. Dude, I'm so, Absolutely. I was so excited about that one. I was stoked. All right. We've done enough not talking about it. Let's <laughs> hop into Kenobi here. All right. I'm going to go ladies first. What did you think of the entire series in a whole? What would you rate? What would I rate it? You know I'm bad at rating things. Now you're putting me on the I'm spot. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> um, we have different systems. I'm a, I'm a, out of 10. I think you're I'm a stars. You're a stars. You I'll go out of 10. Then. Okay. Um, We'll go an eight. Oh, that's a little lower than I thought you were going to go. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get there. Evan, what would you rate it overall? A very, a, a good solid nine or higher, like a nine, maybe a nine and a half. I'm easily going a 9.6. The only reason why it's not a flat out 10 is we'll get there. Hold on. Why is yours an eight? Because I was rating it against the rest of Star Wars content. And I really liked parts of it. But I also would rewatch other things before I would. Re-watch That's that. fair. Okay. That's fair. Evan, have you seen Rebels and Clone Wars? I've seen everything. I, I fully caught up. Fully caught up before Obi Wan. My man, I love. I it. am. I am like you. I'm a prequels lover. I think they get more hate than they deserve. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, out of the two, Rebels and Clone Wars, which is your favorite? Clone Wars. Mm. I do like Rebels. I Clone Wars. For me, like I, I watched Clone Wars and then immediately dove back into Revenge of the Sith and it just put a whole nother spin on it. Revenge so of the Sith that. is my favorite Star Wars movie and people can yeah. put me to the cross on that. That's fine. I will fight you, Baron Keith, with that. I'm right there with you. Sith is number one and then it's Rogue One and then it's Empire. It's just the way it is. I don't make the rules. Mm-hmm. So why, why, why would you give it your score, Evan? Why did, what was it, like a high nine? Yeah, yeah, like a nine. Between a nine and a nine, nine yeah. five. Um, I, I thought it was incredible. I thought some of the scenes, some of the arcs, um, I think they did a really good job with Rava, really good job with young Leia. Yeah. Um, yes. the, that last episode alone. Oh my God. 
My that God. last episode was literally it was everything it needed to be and more. Uh, we will say, hold on, spoilers are ahead. So pause, please go watch, come back, and then you can join. Do yourself me. a favor, watch it twice. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I haven't done it yet. I've been a little, God, I should have watched it again. But I would, I would agree. I'm going to give it, the only reason why it's not a flat out 10 for me is because I do think, I, I thought the Inquisitors, all of them were miserable. I thought the fifth brother was terrible. I thought his acting was what? Some of the cinematography was a little cheap. Like the, the I loved it, but, and I'm nitpicking. I'm trying to find something to nitpick. But like when Vader pulled down the ship, it looked like that was a CW show. Like it didn't look good. The delivery was fine, but the visuals was not great. Uh, other than that, like every ounce of the story, all of it made sense. It all flowed well together, you know, at first. And this is the kind of thing that I need you listeners to understand. It's a story. It's a TV show. You got to let it run its course. I was full on the hate train for Reva. Reva, how are you say her fudging name? Until you figured out why she was doing what she was doing. And then it all made sense. Would we all agree? All parties agree? Absolutely. Just her arc. And then some people are like, well, she's just not a good actress. I would, I was agreeing with you until that last episode when she was on again, spoilers on her knees on Tatooine with Obi-Wan crying. I'm like this, this chick can act. She can. What she was doing in the first five episodes was a hundred percent on purpose and planned. And I loved it. And we all, what What was that? I I was just going to say there, there, there were small things I think in the series that you could like nitpick and be like, ah, that was, that was it. But by and large, it was everything it needed to be. Absolutely. Like, you know, and I've had a lot of like Star Wars fans say, you know, it was too big. It wasn't big enough. You know, there's too many nuances that shouldn't have been put in. It shouldn't have been Leia. It should have been Luke. Luke and Leia shouldn't have shown up at all. Too much Vader. Not enough Vader. Not enough Anakin. It's like, can we just understand after 20, 18, 17 years, we got Hayden Christensen back as Anakin and we got Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan. Like what else do you. Hello there. What? Like you got what you, it's perfect. Like it was like, Ewan didn't miss a step. He had it nailed. Perfect. Like his, his arc. You got, I've done all the talking. You guys go talk for a second. Sheesh. You guys go. I, damn, I want you guys on here to talk. <laughs> Talk about Ewan, how wonderful he is. Do it. No, I mean, I, I, I think it was awesome, especially in the last episode, getting into that fight scene. Um, like him, I, I saw something where he did his original prequel pose and then got into um, the older original trilogy's Jedi or uh, Obi-Wan's fighting pose. So they did a lot of little callbacks like that, which I thought was really cool. And just seeing him at like full power again, that that was so so good. He lifted those damn rocks. Just it crazy. Oh, it was so good. It was just beautiful, and you know to see. And it's just what this is. Why the story is so good. Where he started, he got his ass whooped in episode three. He literally got toasted, like mm-hmm. literally. And to see that arc go from where he was to where he finished, just God, it was perfect. You know think? I also loved that they brought in the connection with Obi-Wan and Leia and Luke. Like, I like that. I, I know other people it. didn't like that. But. A lot of people did not like the Leia thing. And I, I, I would love to know why. Like, so, Evan, have you been hearing all the breaking canon that people are saying? I haven't, no. 
So people are claiming that Obi-Wan meeting up with Leia is breaking canon because Obi-Wan never left Tatooine. Now, I hear those things, and I'm going to do what I do best, and I'm going to do my Star Wars research. There is no legit canon that states that he stayed on Tatooine the whole time. So it doesn't break canon doesn't break in people are complaining that the whole you know when she's leaning in and giving r2 the card and saying or transmitting the message you know help us everyone can know your your only hope it seemed like she didn't know that's the freaking point she had to he literally told her at the end of the episode you can't let people know that we've met perfect and people doesn't react when he's fighting vader and four yeah that's the only that's the only bugaboo i have when she when he does die in episode four she was like man like that was the only that's my only thing I can see how people say there's a little continuity error. But all his- But it should have been that she cared. Yeah, that's what I mean. She that's should the have better been. version of the story. So I don't even care. That was the first movie. Yeah. So Kayla's not a huge episode four fan. No, because all of the continuity errors from them making better storylines could be changed if you just deleted that movie. Listen. Or Reed made it. You're going to upset. That's where all the continuity stem from. I look, I look at the listeners' numbers. <laughs> I swear to God, if they tank, it's going to be because of you. I'm just kidding. I love that. No, that's your... I don't disagree with you because you and I, Kayla and I it's talk... It's not that I hate the movie. It's just all of the errors come from that movie. When he was making that movie, he probably didn't expect it to oh, and that's get okay. even close to this big no and he made it and he only had plans for episodes one two and three he couldn't make one two and three because he knew that he needed a better technology to make it so he started with four five and six do i think it maybe butt fudged him a little bit maybe a little but like because even george like everyone's like oh well, disney's doing all these continuity errors bro george lucas is literally known for that like he doesn't know his own story it's okay and not all has to be perfectly laid out for you. Like, use your imagination a little bit. You know what I mean? It's no point. Now, I'm right talk, there with you. Let's talk Vader for a second. Let's talk Vader. I really enjoyed, I, I thought it was really good how much they harped on how over-obsessed with Obi-Wan uh, Vader was. I mean, they showed it throughout the entire, ser- the, the entire series, but especially episode six. I mean, he ditches the entire Rebels ship just to go after Obi-Wan. And he he feels like he has to... I, I feel like every time he's confronted him, he wants to do it alone because he wants to prove to him and to everyone else that he surpassed his master, that he can take him on and defeat him alone. But every time throughout the series, he hasn't been able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Spot, like, I literally told a buddy today, he's like, Vader is like the strongest there is. Like he can't, he shouldn't have lost again. I'm like, homie. And he's like, well, last time when they met in episode four, he literally said, uh, I can't remember the exact line. Don't shoot me, everybody. But it's something like, you know, last time we met, I was but the loner. Now I am the master. Implying that he was a Padawan to him. And that's why it all made sense how it ended on Mustafar in episode three. But he literally looked down at a buried in rubble Obi-Wan and still called him master because he still sees himself, sees himself as a learner to Obi-Wan still, even as full-fledged Vader, just chef's kiss, chef's kiss, just gorgeous. And even at the end of that fight, Obi-Wan still got the better of him. He did. That, that fight where, where Vader strikes down Obi-Wan is the first time that he actually fully gets the better of him. 
Well, outside of the um, the scene where he burns Obi Wan earlier in the season, true. Are you implying when he gets better of him in episode four? No hope. Yes. yes. So I would agree to maybe slightly disagree because if you watch episode four, he's in his Jedi stance and he literally just accepts it. He didn't try to win. He knew his job was done. The twins were together and it was time for the rebellion to start. The new hope has happened. And he's like, I did my job. Now I'm going to go party with good old Qui-Gon and throw back some, some blue milk and have a good old time. So like, he even though Vader won, he didn't win, and it's I literally just got I just got chills. Like I got chills. I love that. It's so poetic and beautiful. Oh. And the scene when they were when he slices the helmet, I think we discussed. Did you catch the eyes? I did. You sent me the uh, the picture of that. I have I have something else pulled up. Um, when he starts going through that that quote which was, oh, the, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. It's a beautiful quote. When he's talking about you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, the, it's, it's subtle. It's the cinematography, but the lightsaber reflection on him is blue still. And then when it switches to I did, it goes red. And you see, like, the full, full transformation from Anakin to Vader. It is just so, it's so, like, I sit here and I just ask you Star Wars fans, how do you not love this? It's literally, as George Lucas said himself, it's poetry. It's, I mean, he, oh, it's so good. It's just, you, you nailed that. When he, when, I don't know if I didn't catch it at first. When he said you didn't kill Obi-Wan, that I believe was Anakin finally overcoming the dark side for a split second to tell his master that it's not your fault. That was purely Anakin Skywalker. And then for a split second, he came out and then boom, Vader took over again. There's big debate in this household. I want your opinion. I think we've maybe discussed Vader and Anakin. Are they the same person or are they separate people? I was going to, to call to that quote. That solidifies it for me that they're separate people. Yes. God, I, this dude, listen, we just got married. If not, I would have invited you to our wedding. Cause God, <laughs> that's perfect. Yes. Like, Everyone, I think, is misinterpreting what I'm saying because, like, Dante and I are on full. Thank you, Dante Frezzi. Um, we're on the full board that he they are separate people. Now, everyone's like, well, they have the same mind. Yeah, they have the same mind, you dweeb. But they're like, they're not like it's they're two separate people living in the same body and brain, but they're separate people. And that line literally solidifies it. They are completely different people. Thank you. <laughs> You go off on this. Let all the others know because they're probably sick of hearing me say it. You do it, please. No, I, I, I 100% agree. I think Anakin. I mean, you, you, you see the the change even at the end of the original trilogy when he gets he gets redeemed. He comes back to the um, back to the light side, even for just that split second to help Luke and all escape. But it's they're they're separate. They've got to be separate. Yep, they be separate. Now everyone's like, well, but then. How did Vader know about Obi-Wan if they're separate people? It's like, because they had the same brain. They had the same brain. Like, and I listened to this beautiful explanation of how the force works. You agree that that was a really good explanation. Yes. The force will kind of dictate who wins and loses a battle. And when you are a force user that uses it for the light side, you are following the will of the force. So the force is like naturally, it's natural. You're the force is just naturally light. When you're the dark side, would say it's more like a infection pollution. 
the dark side is like a pollution because you're bending the force to your will, which means you're not, the force isn't doing what it wants to do. Mm -hmm. You're using it. So it's literally two separate things. Anakin Skywalker, the light side, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Obi-Wan, oh my God, because I have Anakin Skywalker, light side, Darth Vader, dark side. I believe if Obi-Wan gave in to the dark side, he would have a separate identity just like Obi-Wan. Uh, Anakin. I think that every single person that goes from light to dark, they kind of grasp a different version of themselves because the light and the dark counteract each other. They're different completely. I would agree. Love it. Love that. I was very cautious at first. I'm like, I really hope he's on my side. I'm taking a shot in the dark here. Uh, that that fight scene as a whole, though, I think had some really good callback moments. Um, there were a good couple callbacks to the Mustafar fight. So was. Um, the I will do what I must. Um, rebels. Two call two big callbacks to rebels, in my opinion. What were those? Oh yeah. So the first one was when he says, I will do what I must. And then he Vader says, then you will die. That's what he says to Ahsoka. And then right away ignites his lightsaber. Literally the same exact thing. And then when he cuts the helmet, it was on the opposite side of Ahsoka. I did I send you that picture? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the, the other, the other thing that I noticed, um, I saw on Twitter was when Ahsoka confronts him for the last time, she says, my master is truly dead. When Obi-Wan confronts him for the, not the last time, but last time in this series, he says, my friend is truly dead. And then Luke, um, in the original trilogy says, my father is truly dead. So I thought, I thought it was kind of poetic too how they title those. And it's so, it's just, I want to know why these peeps don't like it. And I listen, listen, if you don't like Reva and her story, sure. If I can nitpick one thing about the finale that I didn't really care for is the fact that two farmers held off an inquisitor. I, I didn't love that. Like it was a little far-fetched for me, but I'm like, I don't care. I literally just saw Obi-Wan and Vader duking it out on a random planet, throwing rocks at each other. It was perfect. So like, it's not a big deal, but like, I can see that, but like, those are not big enough issues to make the entire series unwatchable. I know so many people that are like, yeah, I can't even finish it. I hate it so much. It's like, what blows my mind? It it blows my mind. Rava, you got to imagine it's not at full power though. She just got stabbed by Vader. And she wasn't like properly trained really. No. Yeah. No, I, I wish there was a little bit of a story, a little bit of a background on her of when she got picked up from the Inquisitors. Like, how recent was she in the Inquisitor training? Because if she was a youngling and then she got brought into it, fine. Maybe that's a little bit more of like, okay, she really should have whooped their asses. But if this is because it sounds like she was kind of new to it. I feel like if she's new and she's just now kind of getting back into the force and using her powers correctly, I could see how they might have, you know, gone toe to toe, but that's my only, that's also she was at her like emotional breaking point. That's it. But like her arc, she could have killed Luke, but she was like, she saw herself. It's beautiful. I was going to bring that up. The flashbacks and the, even the flashbacks that included Anakin, where it was almost like Vader, Vader looking at her being like, are you going to do it? Are you going to finish the job? she was like i couldn't do it and it's just perfect i just loved like her arc came full circle and it was awesome and i just think you know even the flashbacks with how they did i thought she did a great job with the flashbacks in general deborah chow like the flashbacks in episode five i think it was yes episode five because episode four we talked wasn't the greatest it was a little bit of a 
episode, but it's okay. They happen. But when she was using the flashbacks to kind of show us where the episode was going, they used them in tandem for both stories, future and present. Like, perfect. I thought that that was masterfully done. I thought that was that was gorgeous. Yeah, it was it was it was another instance of Obi Wan outsmarting Anakin because of his just blind rage and desire to win at all costs. Yes. And it's awesome. And, and as we were watching it, and my gorgeous nerd wife brought this one up. My only grief, the only um, nitpick I had about the battle was when obviously they can tell when a living being, the living force leaves. And I was like, I don't like that Vader was just like, rocks, you're dead. I'm out of here. Like he would have sensed the fact that he was still alive. And she goes, um, she wanted, he wanted him to suffer. And he was being cocky. And he's being cocky. <laughs> kind of like Obi-Wan left him on Musafar to die with no way out. No one's here to save him. Vader's going to leave Obi-Wan to die with no one to save him. There's no way for him to get out. So, like, I, that was good. Good save. Good save. High five. Good save. I didn't even pick that up, but that's that's a really good point. I know. I know. We talk a lot. I talk a lot of Star Wars. She's gotten very good. There are times where her eyes get really glazed over. and She's like, I don't care no no what happens is he gets me started and then i start really ranting and then he gets mad at me for being really ranty about stuff said <laughs> you started it sometimes no but that i die and i will say with the series in all the the, the whole thing involves with kenobi the one thing i would have changed is they released episodes one and two together i wish they would have released episodes four and five together but they would have been in the movie theaters to be able to see that fight on screen, to see the hello there, Qui-Gon Jinn showing up on screen, seeing those things in a theater with other fans would have been, no one saw, did the quotation fans. That would have made the entire series just so much better. Just yeah. that much more. Because like I was watching it with my two brothers and it was and Kayla and it was awesome. But like in the theater, I live for that theater experience. I live for it. And you know everybody would have been freaking out the second that Liam Neeson pops up on the screen. Oh my god, that was I was freaking out. But like to have the energy of all these other nerds doing it with me, it, it's like Endgame all over again. I think it would have had a better reaction than Endgame. I agree. Here's a here's a question for you. Do you think that they should do a season two? I've heard some rumors that it may be in the works. It may not be in the works. What are your thoughts? We literally. <laughs> Was under the influence last night. I was, I was just under the influence. And last night I looked at Kayla and I go, I don't think there should be a season two because I think this was so damn perfect. It's one of those things where it's like, why at this point? Cause it was so good. But then I was like, that's exactly why. Cause it was so perfect. We could get a season two of perfect. So I'm, I'm flat in the middle 50, 50. I, it's like asking me who my favorite child is Brooks or Kyle. Can't do it. Love them both. Refuse. I like to know things. So I'm like, make more stuff. I like, I want to know everything that happens and make it all. What do you think? I think now that, so, so in the ending scenes, we're seeing Obi-Wan kind of go into his solitude. He's going to work on his force training with Qui-Gon. I actually would like them to, I'd like to see a little bit more of that. Me too. Like him dive into the, the deeper aspects of the force. Now that he's finally gotten to communicate with Qui-Gon. I think that would be really interesting to see. Yeah, I think that would be that would be really freaking dope to see that. I'm just trying to think of it on a realistic live action scheme because we saw it with Yoda. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if that would make sense to do another live action version or if it's 
Yeah, I just that's my only thing. I would, I'm game for that. I'm game for it. And Qui Gon or Qui Liam Neeson said he wasn't coming back. Liam Neeson said he won't come back to do TV shows. He'll only do big screen. But he said he only came back for this because of his respect and love for George Lucas. So. If they did a movie, I'm fine with it. Make it theatrical. But I don't know if that's big enough. You know what I mean? Like, this could have been their movie. But I don't know. Like, I'm very intrigued by that. I would love to see it. They kind of teased it. You don't bring Liam Neeson back for 10 seconds to then show. Because we all know that he learned how to do it. Us fans want to see it. I agree. I mean, I would be intrigued, but it's got to be perfect for me. It's got to be perfect. I'd agree. I don't don't know if they can... I, I don't know if there's the content there necessarily to get a, a movie going, but yeah, I, I feel like a TV show, probably an animated TV show would be the way to do it. I need more animated TV shows. Yeah. I need more. I just need, I, we love rebels and clone wars. There are two back-to-back favorite pieces of, well, this is now. Oof. Where does this rank? Where does this rank in your tier list of uh, Star Wars content? God damn, that's a freaking loaded ass question. I was thinking of asking that, but I decided not to because I don't even know my answer. Uh, ladies first. Well played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have yours? You know where it lands for you? Just TV shows. Yeah, I think I can. I, I think I could rank my TV shows. I think, oh my God, that last episode alone, it makes me want to say number one, but it's only one season. So I feel like it's got to be number three for me. And I think it goes Rebels, Clone Wars, um, Kenobi, Mando. Mm-hmm. I, I would have the same same list, but different order. I love I love the Clone Wars, yeah. so they're they're still my number one. I'd probably put this above Rebels for me. Yeah, um, just with how good that last episode was. Yeah, that. And then, I'm telling you, if we're going by the peak of peak of yeah. like, you take the best episodes of Mandalorian of Mando, you take the best episodes of Kenobi, you take the best episodes. Kenobi wins that one hands down because yeah. I, I believe that last episode is the, in my opinion the number one best stars content I have ever watched. It is number one for me. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the best episode of any star Wars TV show they've put out. Mm -hmm. It is up there. That entire sequence is up there with Mustafar and revenge of the Sith. It's just, it's also because of nostalgia. I mean, they, it's a lot of it is. Yeah. It's 18, 17 years later. We love, we've, we have been with these characters through love and hate and to see them now where they are and they're getting the love that they damn right deserve is I freaking, that's why I think it's the best piece of Star Wars content we have ever got. And I will stand firm behind it. There's some people that are like, no, you're crazy. No, freaking love. I think that battle scene is only second to the most of our battle scene. I think that's. (sighs) Yeah, I would agree because it was more. I feel like it was, I don't know. I I don't know. I can't, I can't decide. I'm going to have to watch it again, not be so high and elevated and so excited. I want to watch it again and see how I feel because I'm very, I don't know. I love, I love all of my kids. I can't decide. We've seen those two fights. They're too good. Both of them. You had, you had Anakin and Obi-Wan or Vader and Obi-Wan. Both very strong, like, but at this point in the series, Obi-Wan had gotten his strength back. He was he was pretty 
pretty dang close to the full fledged, like full strength Obi Wan. Yes. Um, same as Mustafar, they're going back and forth. They're both getting good hits in each other. They both get the better of each other a little bit, but I don't know. And maybe it's nostalgia, but the the Mustafar scene's got to be number one for me. But that was that was an incredible. Yeah. yeah. So now I gotta. I might do a whole episode later in the future and do best Star Wars lightsaber battles. This is in the top five. Easy, easy, easy. Well, we are running. We're running out of the time. Sadly, we get forty freaking minutes on this. You guys are gonna force me to have to buy the the Zoom package where I go bigger. I don't have to be so quick on these damn interviews. Go bigger, go home. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> this will not be the last time we have you on, my dude. Thank you so much for joining us. We had a blast. Thank you. Do you have Absolutely any, happy to be here. Any last thoughts on Kenobi? I, I was really satisfied with it, especially that last episode. I think I had told you it felt like it was three episodes in one. It was it was incredible. That I I haven't finished a show or a season of a show and felt that just at peace and satisfied with how everything ends ever. I don't, I don't think, I think they did a phenomenal job. They gave us the, the slow start, the Obi-Wan that's he's, he's done with everything. He doesn't want to fight brought back general Kenobi, you know, that the badass lightsaber duelist, um, incredible Jedi that he is. Um, great character arcs. I loved Rev Reva's arc. Um, I, I think they did a phenomenal job with it. I did. Agreed with everything you just said. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything. I have one thing we didn't bring it up. The fact that we got the most perfectly delivered. Hello there. <laughs> How I. Oh my god. Incredible. And that's his. That's his introduction to Luke. Yes. Perfect. It couldn't have been perfect. perfect. We're literally sitting there, collective me, my brothers, and Kayla. And as he's walking up, we're like, he's going to freaking say it. He's going to say it. And when he did, we were all like, yeah, like, that's like what I wanted in the theater. That's what I wanted so bad. He did the thing. He did did the thing. Oh, it was perfect. Oh, I loved it. Well, thank you so much, man. This won't be the last time. Next Star Wars, Marvel, whatever, game day, we'll get you on. Won't be the last time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Great time. Thanks, man. Well, you know how we go off, right? You know what we said? Absolutely, I know. Take us home, baby. May the brew be with you.